0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant, and I'm joined here today by my two co-hosts, George.
1: Hello there.
0: And Liam. Hello, everybody. Um, Each episode of Flawless, we propose uh, a host or a guest proposes um, an album to be Flawless. We discuss it, uh, having listened to it for weeks in advance, and then (laughs) either unanimously agree um, that it is flawless or um, just have a good chat about it. So, we have a Facebook group, Flawless Family and Friends. The link is in the show notes. And uh, we're in that, we announce in advance which albums we're covering. We also have a Patreon, and from as little as a dollar a month, you'll get bonus episodes, links in the show notes as well. You can find us on patreon.com forward slash flawlessamp. Now, today is an exciting day because we have a guest. Would you
2: like to introduce yourself? I would love to introduce Please. myself. Hi, everyone. I am Emma Dean. Mm. I'm a musician from Brisbane and a choir director. How good! Ooh. And I'm a, a life coach in training. Nice. Currently, mm. we're all going to be much better people at yeah. the end
1: Absolutely of this episode.
0: Never end out. And Absolutely. you've got a very, um, I would say, well-known album. You'd like to pitch? Would you like to oh. tell us what um, what album we're going to talk about today?
2: We are going to talk about Jagged Little Pill by the one and only Alanis Morissette. Do I stress you out? My sweater is on backwards and inside out, and you say how appropriate. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> <Thank> did. You.
1: <laughs> she went there. She cool. went there. So yeah. Back to 95, which is one of the best years of music. <laughs> 94 and 95, I think, in my opinion. Um, And yeah, you brought
2: Alanis Morris that. I sure did. Thank you.
3: Mm.
1: I, so my pleasure. <laughs> how did
3: you first encounter this album? Did you get it when it was right released? Was it like a day one purchase or you've counted it since then?
2: No. Do you know, I was really late to the game. Really? I really. I reckon I discovered Alanis Morissette. I knew who she was, of course, but I really got into this album in the early 2000s. So mm. I was a good, you know, five, six, seven years late. Mm. And then I just fell in love. Maybe this was a particularly angsty period in yeah. my life <laughs> sure. and I needed, you know, a bit of Alanis. Yeah. But, yeah, life.
3: So did someone introduce you to it or did you just hear it, some songs on the radio and you thought, oh, I'll go and check that mm. out from seven years ago?
2: Yeah, you know that's a really good question. All I remember is being in the car with my mum, and I just bought the album. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what inspired me to go out and buy it. You know, seven years after it mm. was released,
0: and a couple of albums in between. Huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, she's super- moved on. She's moved on. <laughs> Has she? But <laughs> i she got had it. happier. <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah.
0: She, she thanked India.
2: Mm, <laughs> she you know, did it's Cool <laughs> song So good yeah. Um, But yeah and, and then I just remember driving with, with my mum And just blasting Jagged Little Pill And going where was I in 95, yeah. 96 Like <laughs> yes. seriously yeah. I missed out This is awesome and How nice. did your
3: mum feel about Alana's mm. blasting out of the car stereo <laughs> I
2: think she, she approved okay. nice. I think yeah, she did Cool yeah. mum
0: nice. yeah. Cool mum exactly
3: <laughs> cool <Yeah. mom. laughs> So um 2000 and
0: um were, were you going through a period of yeah. on reflection like a breakup or bad things happening or i must have been general. it would
2: have been when i was studying at the conservatorium of music so yes. i was studying jazz voice here in oh, brisbane oh, nice. here in brisbane yeah and i think i was just really interested as well in female vocalists mm-hmm. okay. um so I love Alanis' voice. I think mm-hmm. it's really unique and distinctive. But, yes, I was probably going through a series of breakups at the time. Oh. <laughs> there, was, there were probably multiple breakups. Was yeah. it always musicians? Sadly, so, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I know. Did no. Did they write songs for you? Because that happened. I Generally, wrote songs for them. For them, very angsty songs, and this is probably why I was oh, so drawn I, I needed that inspiration. Yeah, draw. You needed that so draw. Like, nice.
1: yeah. Grant, <laughs> yes, Grant, you said a well-known album. So does that mean that you knew Alanis Morissette <laughs> and you knew this album?
0: I knew this album very well. Uh, yeah. So this one did make it to uh, East London, South Africa, and in particular Grahamstown, regional Eastern Cape of South Africa. Um, it was a staple certainly in my last year of school, which was '96. Definitely heard it full tilt. And she's an unhappy girl, and she says and she swears on albums, and it's like, well, that's cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> really, I'm like this chick's. And know, yeah, was it Ryan Reynolds? Is it that really broke her heart? And you know, you don't have the internet, oh, so you are sort don't... of like, who's she writing about? Who really yeah. mm. broke her? And I don't know. And so yeah, very um, very well known. Very well known, mm. and you, Liam. In in.
3: The, in South Africa,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming you knew. I knew, Tell- I knew of
3: I knew of her. This was pre-my musical awakening and coming really? to actually yeah. listening to proper music. But I was listening to pop <laughs> so radio at the time and it was all over pop radio and I had MTV with Foxtel or whatever pay TV we had and it was all over MTV, all the different clips that she had. So wow. I don't think I'd ever – I'd never listened to the album in full but mm-hmm. listening to it now, I'm like, I know all these songs because there were six singles released from the yeah, album. So I was mean, like, yeah, I know I'm this good. album. This is – yeah, like. It's nice and comfortable. Mm. So, yeah. I just
0: so love it when I know more about an album or have listened to it more than Liam. It just so you had actually listened good. to the full album, yeah. Right? Yeah. okay? Like right. slipping. <laughs> I didn't need to listen to this much at all. I'm like, <laughs> no. I, I nearly know. I was, I'm actually surprised. I, I thought about nominating this myself. Actually. Oh, really? So, awesome. oh, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Okay. cool. Um, so no, I knew this very very well.
3: Yeah,
1: awesome. played this a lot. Mm. At, um,
3: George, hello. Did you know? This album. Do
1: you think I know this I album? I think you did. <laughs> did no. you own this album? Do you think I own this album? No. Do you it, think I bought it the day that I heard you are you ought to know yeah. when I first saw you ought to know on tv <laughs> um on mtv I was 10 they had to mute the swear word mm-hmm. um and uh she's running around a desert pissed <laughs> off at an ex um and I was there like enraptured at 10 yeah. years old because I was listening to like garbage and stuff as well mm. and I was like I'm all about empowered women getting pissed at men so yeah, uh, yeah so I Saw, saw it on MTV and just went straight to my, um, over in the UK, Woolworths was a bit like a big W. So I went to, it so, so it's like the opposite way around than Australia. Mm. So in the UK, I went to Woolworths where it had a, like a CD section. Um, and I went and found it and it had the um, advisory explicit lyrics oh, on it. What an so, ass stamp that it was. Oh, that just guaranteed my... I'd buy it, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> um, yes. but, it meant that I wasn't allowed to buy it because I was only ten, so my mother had to come with me um, and buy the album. So, um, yeah, so my mother and I went to Woolwich and we bought the album. and I put it on and I listened to it constantly for I don't know.
0: In record or CD or tape in those days. CD
1: compact C- disc. Com- Thanks for clarifying. Yes, nice. it wasn't compact <laughs> disc, so I bought it. So, um, I was on the bandwagon the moment because she released the album but then released the single after the album. So usually you release the single. It's usually the other way around, isn't it? Absolutely. So so I didn't know of her until You All Know came out and it was on MTV Mm. and I was just like, you're my woman, you're my go-to. And so, yeah, I went and bought the CD. It was in my collection. I've still got the CD. It's back in the UK in the big box. So there you go. Nice. Wow.
3: (sighs) So, Emma, having listened to this album, did Mm. you then follow Alanis, all the other albums she released and – get involved or is this really sort of like a one-and-done one, oh. and done? I one album wonder
2: yeah i really uh, you know i i definitely like a lot of her other songs And I even I mean, She's just released an album Hasn't she? Yeah, last in the last year. couple of years Yeah yeah. yeah. So I, I listened to a bit of that as well mm. And I really liked And appreciated some of the music on that um, But really this album spoke to me And maybe it was just a timing thing Yeah You know mm-hmm. And for whatever reason It's the one that stuck Yeah She was just a bit too cheerful On the other one <laughs> just a, Yeah, mm. just a bit too happy Yeah,
1: fair enough That's <laughs> nice But there are some cheerful songs on here Yeah, like- absolutely can in my pocket in our right and stuff yeah. yeah they're chipper and and even all i really want the opener yeah that's a good one so it's that was a great one that was her sixth totally. single so she didn't release that until november 96 yeah um, so
3: a year and a half worth of singles
1: yeah wow.
2: well worth it so this is her third album mm. to we- which I did not realise. Mm, I awesome. When I was sort of doing a little bit of research about the album, I had no idea that she was a bit of a bubblegum pop singer before not this yeah, They album. were released while she was still in high school, Yeah, the first two Unreal.
1: albums. Because well, she was only
3: 17 and 18 when she wrote this album, I think. She 19. Nine, sort of 18 19?
1: 19 19? The 18 19 when she moved from Ottawa to Toronto. Right. And that's when she joined... Um, uh, Um, Glenn Ballard to mm -hmm. do the collaborations and create this album and he just couldn't believe that this like 18, 19 year old was coming out with lyrics and melodies Mm. in the way that she was Um, and the way that she would often record is she would have the lyrics and she knew what she wanted it to sound like and she would just record the vocal line Mm -hmm. into the mic and then get the musician to come in and record their parts after she's already recorded the vocal Wow. wow, which is why um, she ended up with people like Dave Navarro and mm, Holly. Mm, I saw them from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, cool mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So, good. so that was awesome. Um, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of o- like
3: only on you want to know. Just on the oh, one. they didn't yeah, do the yeah. whole album. Just mm. that one. Just that one song. Yeah, That's worth song. it though. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow. But yeah, they talked about on that song recording to her vocal, like using her vocal track as the line to then make stuff up behind it. Wow.
2: Which, so impressive, mm. yes, it's
1: awesome and it's so quotable. Um, but the bass on that one are a testament to Flea, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, the him, yeah, 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 the, yeah. What he wrote is mm. just absolutely bloody awesome on that track, totally. Um, but so, yeah,
3: so the two sugar pop albums came out in 91 and 92, so she would have been 14, 15 when, oh, when they came God. out when she recorded them and they she put them out. So, there's, there's tracks in here where she's obviously talking about. Men that she's encountered, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, so a fourteen and fifteen year old girl was in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Do we think men took advantage of that? Okay, hundred percent, we do. Yeah, and she's used that as the the source material, the nice. the grind for this album, which is yeah. yeah.
1: And she even talks about the hangers on and like yeah. the guy that yeah. takes advantage mm. and staring her ass and stuff. Because her first album actually went platinum in Canada. Right. Oh, like oh my when gosh. She was like fourteen. Which is I'd
2: ridiculous, know. and you can find some of it on YouTube. Like there's a okay. I watched yeah. a a music a very interesting music video with Alanis, who has a, a perm an 80s perm. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, nice. It, yeah, totally different style, but still her voice is Alana's. Mm, like yeah, mm-hmm. and it's this is really has got 33 million
1: copies worldwide. Oh, wow. um, it's gone. It charted in the top 10 in 24 different countries and was number one in 14 of them. So that's... The stats are just crazy. Wow. Absolutely. Which is bloody awesome. So uh, for like, yeah, a woman that was writing it at 19, I think by the time she was only, I think she was 20, 21 when it actually came out and Mm. then it just blew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Which yeah. is why she probably suddenly became very grateful and writing songs about thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because she was living the high life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, mm. when you were listening to it, you are obviously talking about angsty. Um, yeah. What grabbed you? Obviously, you ought to know. But, yeah. That
2: was the first track that really grabbed me. mm mm-hmm. um, And, but then, I mean... I was, I was in love with so many of the songs mm-hmm. and I feel like this album, it's like, you know, a lot of the songs, yes, they're angsty, but there are these like palette cleansers all the way through, you yeah. know, these slightly happier songs that kind of allow you a moment to shake off the angst yeah. before like jumping right back into it. Um, which I love. I love that in an album. I love an album that kind of takes you on a bit of a journey that's not one note or one dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. the beauty of this. You know, there's that there's a definitely a theme throughout, but there are highs and lows and you know, it ebbs and flows and
0: it's not all bad. It's not all bad. <laughs> it's not all good.
2: It's not exactly. I love that. So I think as someone who I love creating live shows and i love the art of um writing a set list that is something mm-hmm. i i adore mm-hmm. um because i think there's a real craft to it and and that's what i think is quite flawless about this album the way that it is crafted and the song the the song order mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. is just brilliant yeah in your know-
1: I wrote down three different sets of lyrics because mm. um, I got really excited about it <laughs> um, uh, just because um, there's all those oohs and ooves and ahs that she does. Um, but basically the whole thing is quotable. Yes, um, isn't it great? <laughs> oh, I know. So there <laughs> I was... didn't write any down. I was like, these are just all good. <laughs> <laughs> They're just all good. <laughs> One lyric of...
2: brilliant absolutely
1: and then and every time you speak her name does she know how you told me and hold me until you died well you're still alive so good and then and every time i scratch my nails down someone else's back (laughs) i hope you feel it well can you feel it i'm like oh listen to that like just the amount of times like, like the problem i had is no one had ever broken my heart like I was ten. ten. You were ten, yeah. I was yeah. ten. <laughs> I'd had boyfriends, <laughs> and, but I'd had boyfriends, but um, I'd always broken up with them. But like, wow, like ten? Yeah, of course.
0: I oh, started later. Um,
1: yeah. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> think about how old uh, your kids are. George girl. started early. I yeah.
3: did.
1: Yeah. I did start early. Um, I was kissing boys when I was like two as a toddler. Um, but yeah, but then I've actually never had my heart broken. Um, I've always been the breaker upper so I love the song and I will sing along with it and I'm like oh I fucking wish I could relate <laughs> like but oh. like I love the lyrics so much but no one's ever I've never let anyone get close enough to me that they can break my heart you were heart. 10 <laughs> close
0: enough <laughs> to even oh. now
1: no but even to this day I
2: still won't um but oh. yeah so that was just really cool but it's a bloody good song it is such a good song there is one line in it that I thought was something else nice. for a very long time <laughs> she talks about the cross eyed bear that you gave to me yeah. i thought she was singing the cross eyed bear that you oh, gave okay. to me like a, a like teddy like bear a toy or something yeah, for, yeah. Uh, nice and oh, i just the had this, this yeah. <laughs> image of like this a boyfriend cross-eyed bear giving bear. her a cross eyed bear yeah. and how was <laughs>
0: oh, that fit in yeah fit
1: yeah, yeah right. so yeah. weird yeah. That's yeah. funny <laughs> Yes. So, yeah. so, yeah,
3: that was the one that Dave Navarro and Flea did. And they they apparently once, yeah, they had her vocal line. They did a version. And they all sat down and they were like, yeah, we haven't nailed it. So they just went away and they just kept jamming the two of them. Oh. So once you've got that vocal line, if it's just the two, you know, two of the great players of the industry, you can just yeah. jam around until you find something. Oh and then it's almost like the the guitar line is like, yeah, it's kind of cool. But it's not till the very end, where right over the end of the little chorus, there's like this little mini guitar riff in there that you mm-hmm. can just hear, I'm like, yeah, that's Navarro. I can mm. see him just like thrashing that out, really strangling it. It's really cool. Very awesome.
2: cool. So, what other song jumps out at you? So many. I oh, let me just look through. I love "You Learn."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh. I think
2: that's a great, great song. I also love "Head Over Feet." As a bit of a kind of lo- love, song a, is, love song, a positive love song. It is a
0: positive love song.
2: Yeah, um, you've the... already won-,
0: won me over in spite of me.
3: Yes,
2: yes. Grant, I
3: mean, is, Grant is definitely he, quoting these lyrics without like, looking. He knows. He,
0: yep, I didn't make notes in this because I know that. Like, and 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 yeah, I mean, I was what 16, 17. and mm-hmm. I also hadn't had my heart broken yet. I mean, that would come. Yeah. But and, it's a, that was a, that was a nice one though. That, yeah, a feat. So cool. Hey cool, Grant, yes.
1: Don't be surprised if I love you for all you are. No. I couldn't help it. It's all your fault. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. There you go.
0: How good. It's and so it's really lovely. simple
1: musicianship, though. Yes. Mm. Like it's really pared back, and the vocals just yeah. lead, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Yeah.
3: It, it, it counters yeah. the idea. So if you just heard "You Ought to Know," you might think, "Oh yeah, some man-hating woman just yes. she's bitter about everything, you know, it's whatever, not. blah blah blah." But she's not. It's just that. Yeah, she's got both parts, Absolutely. that duality of both sides. And there's really
1: a cool. harmonica solo. Have the harmonica mm. solo down.
3: George is going to love it.
1: Oh, <laughs> bloody love a harmonica. Well, she plays it, so she does, well, which I love. So, and she's good at it too. So, mm. um, and, yeah.
0: And just to briefly go back to you, you learn, I mean, this yeah. is a 18, 19, 20 year old mm. lady, and she's singing like. Like she's stoic yeah. It's yeah. Not, yeah Like you live You learn And she's smiling about yeah. that And like wow
3: what Yeah That was the rocking. thing that really struck me All the way through the album Is like she feels Seriously? like an old soul Yeah yeah, yeah it's it's like she's experienced, old she, Which is that same thing of like She's been in the music industry Since she was 14 at okay. least She has experienced all these things that you hopefully wouldn't normally start until like you're a bit older, and then like in your mid 20s or late 20s, you're a bit more stoic. But she's just yeah, right man. right off the bat.
1: Well, she started so young, yeah, too, I guess. Mm. But it's got the aha moment in it, hasn't it, Liam? Where she actually says, Swallow it down, what a jagged yeah. little pill. Mm-hmm. And so she quotes mm. the title mm-hmm. of the album. So we that's the aha The huzzah, the huzzah moment. Oh, huzzah.
3: Yeah. So anytime huzzah. in an album or a movie where someone says the name of the album or movie, everyone's supposed to go, huzzah. Oh.
2: Right. But, um, okay. Yeah. So that's the huzzah moment. That's the moment. huzzah moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <there's> assuming a... <laughs> the album's
3: not named after one of the songs, and then it just happens all the time. But in yeah. this case, yes, that's the point. She sings about it.
1: And there's a really cute lyric of.
2: <laughs>
1: and then it ends on her doing lots of. Great track. Yeah, so that's a really nice one. Very so good. Um, and and c- can we address the fact that the elephant in the room is that in no way are any of the lyrics of ironic actually ironic, yes. and that in itself is ironic. Some of
3: them are. Yeah. But not all of them. Which one? Some of the things are ironic.
1: A black fly in my chardonnay is just. Ten thousand spoons pulled, and
3: all you need is enough. It's, it's unrealistic, but it's not ironic.
1: But yeah, so that was
3: the one that was all over MTV. That was the one that was all over the radio. So um, interestingly, she did really well in the 95 Hottest 100. She got, you ought to know, was number 39. One hand in my pocket was 85. And all I really want was number 90. But ironic. Not in the countdown. Oh, really? So yeah. I, th- yeah I, th- right. I think I imagine because I wasn't listening to Triple J until a couple of years later, but I right. imagine Triple J heard that and went, "Nah, that's too that's poppy too for poppy. us." Like we'll, they did Taylor Swift. We'll t- let MTV take care of that one. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. Because ironic, I assume I did get all the singles, but I assume that was probably the biggest single chart-wise and the one that most people would know. I saw that. I know it was MTV, like all the promos, like the. Check out MTV promos featured little cuts from that yeah. for like ten years yeah. after it was on the air. It was she everywhere. actually
1: re-recorded for I think the twentieth anniversary? Um, she re-recorded one where it was actually all ironic lyrics. Oh because yes, so you can find she it She was on a YouTube. good sport about it. Oh wasn't yeah. She? Yeah. But you can find it on YouTube, um, and yeah, and it's just her actually saying ironic things, um, which is nice. But, but it's that same I thing didn't...
3: again in the clip about her different parts of her personality. So if you haven't seen it. She's driving in a car, and it's just her in the four seats of the yeah. car: front left, front right, back left, back right. Yeah. And the different and it's cold. parts of it, and it's cold. <laughs> and but different parts of her personality sing different parts of the song, yeah. and then they do different things in the car. Like one of them just likes to rug up, and one of them is like leaning out the window, doing stuff, and the other ones are all laughing. And then, but it's that duality, or in this way quadrality, like. It's, <laughs> Yeah. All of her music all, is all of it, Different yeah. parts of her are all coming together to I be this one that. thing. So Absolutely. which is such a good video.
1: And she sings Yeah, like, yeah mm. it does sometimes, mm. doesn't it? <laughs> so that,
3: <laughs> that that kind of ties it back into some <laughs> of the themes of the album, whereas the the lyrics up to that point are just irony things. Yeah. Mm. Then it's like okay, this is actually how this my this ties into my mental state and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But she also says speaking about aging really quickly. She talks about Meeting the man of my dreams and meeting his beautiful wife—someone mm. who's like eighteen or nineteen—should not be meeting a dream man who's then who's also married. Like, how old is this guy that he's also married? <laughs> like, a...
1: at one point, she was married to a producer or something, and he was like twenty years older than her. Oh, yeah, right. So I didn't it was really just know that. yeah. So I'm not that's surprised not, again. It's not yeah. that surprising. I suppose, like then. to be fair, I'm with somebody nineteen years older than me, mm-hmm. um, and when mm. I was from the age of thirteen, I would only date people six years older or above. Like you had to. It was a metric. That was a metric, yeah. Um, but anyway, but she. So uh, she also started life early, so that's probably mm. why she wrote all this point. <laughs> yeah, they've got yes. great guitar in
2: that it's, song, mm. cracking guitar. That so, song as well was actually listed as inappropriate after the September 11 attacks because of the lyric, as the plane crashed down. He thought, uh, well, yeah. isn't this nice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Mm. That, yeah, I, I would remember thought, that actually.
1: Mm, that's like Jimmy Eat World, they had to re-title um, their album Bleed American because it came out in September oh, and wow. and it thought it came out in August or September, and then they had to um, take it. it all back and just rename it Jimmy Eat World wow. like self subtitle wow. because, yeah. It, yeah, which is. And um, it still had a track on it called Bleed American. But yeah, so there yeah. you go. Lots of things were censored after mm. 9-11. Mm. Yeah.
3: So you talked earlier about arranging a set list. Have you ever yeah. seen Alanis live?
2: No. Can you believe we that? Even... Have ha- have Have you?
3: I haven't. I haven't.
1: No.
2: No. Right.
1: <laughs> I, I, I would love to, a to a see story. her. Yeah, I've seen her kinda... on... TV shows, performing, like on um, all those like stuff over in the UK. Back when I was watching the shit time of music TV, and she'd do live shows or Mm. whatever. And she always puts on. She dances like somebody who has like. Atrophied limbs. It's mm. really interesting. Um, so uh, yeah, she flails around like she something. Sure wrong. does. Yeah. But yeah, which is interesting to watch. Yeah. But you're like, are you okay? <laughs> <But> <laughs> are you actually okay? I'm <laughs> genuinely concerned about your well-being yeah. right now. But um, now nah, she seems fine. She's doing well. And she <laughs> is also like, like nowadays, she also looks incredible. She found hair straightness for a start, um, and because her hair was wild, um, mm. but she just looks like. Super happy and fabulous. Um, She's got two kids, I think. I think so.
3: Yeah. She's just happy being a mum to two kids.
1: Mm. They're being off royalties. Yeah. I imagine It's Mm. a bit easier to be a mum with two kids (laughs) when you're still getting royalties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I think she went through. I I listened. This was a while ago. I'm pretty sure Oprah interviewed her on her her podcast. Yep. And she went, Alanis went through a very dark time Mm. and it was post- Post Jagged little pill. I think she really suffered with some mental illness, and mm. I can't. I don't quote me on this, but maybe addiction. But anyway, she okay. went through a very dark period and has come out the other side. Yeah, and looks fabulous and yeah, happy, nice. It's it's nice. Mm. happy. Yeah. yeah, loving life. Oh, mm.
1: so uh, okay, we have to uh, talk about
2: hand
0: in
3: my pocket.
1: Sure, yeah, <laughs> <you> want to know. <laughs> What do you want to know? <laughs> That's um, my wife's favourite
3: song. We found out yesterday in the, on this ah, album. We were driving around yesterday listening sure. to it. She started singing along. She's got this album from ages ago in a box, buried down in a box somewhere. And yes. she said she used to love, this was her favourite one. And we were just driving around. Oh. She just started singing along to it. Like,
1: and, ah, and it's, it's so second nice. single in complete contrast to Your No, was the first single. Mm. And then she releases Hand in My Pocket and you're like, oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 versatile. That's nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's really kind of 90s poppy. So 90s. Like so it, yeah.
3: I was like, Ooh, getting those 90s goosebumps. It's like they fed the drums and guitar through a fuzz, bit of a fuzz pedal mm. and drum machine sort of thing. Yeah. Really okay.
1: cool. Yeah. And she says that I'm short, but I'm healthy. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. like, there <laughs> are so many times I want to say that to people. They're like, you're short. And I'm like, I'm short, but I'm healthy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. It's fine. Um, yeah. And I love the delivery of that line because doesn't she do a little cough? After? Oh, maybe. I think it's a really theatrical vocal performance. (laughs) Yeah. And there's
1: another harmonica solo, just putting that out there, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which I really like. Yeah. So it's like her vocals are like conversational in Mm. the Mm. first, but then in the chorus, it's really singing and wailing, isn't it? She's just Mm. all over, which is great. And it sounded like the guitar had a bit of like a wah-wah noise or something Mm. on it, which is also... Another layer to add to Mm. a really lovely song. But the drums are very simple.
2: Mm. And the the lyrics, she uses a poetic technique called rhyme juxtaposition. Mm -hmm. So as an example, when she sings fine, 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 that line could be rhymed with a peace sign, but then a peace sign. Oh, sorry. I just hit the microphone. A peace sign comes later. Um, And I think they use high five instead of a peace sign so it's mm-hmm. like this really interesting technique where you think she's going to rhyme but she, she doesn't, doesn't quite nice. oh, yeah,
0: she's and lighting
1: a cigarette she says yeah. giving a high five drinking yeah. a cigarette giving a peace sign playing a piano yes. hailing a taxi cab yeah that's the end of all of the ones where you think it's going to be the same as before and it catches me out every time yeah and, and I just love that, that. It's I love that I know I've listened to this album since I was 10 and I still can't get them in the right way well world. she changed <laughs> enough, but she
0: changed it's as she changed she changes it on the, time, it on the so CD. I, yeah, each time. That's very not because she changes it. <laughs> okay. That's what she does. Oh. She's I, that good.
1: And then she says things, I'm wrong and I'm sorry, baby. Oh. <laughs> That's just I'm gonna do that next time I piss off my partner. i like, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Baby. Yeah. And I'm just gonna do that and totally forgive. I'll just confuse him into forgiveness. Yes. I think that would be great. <laughs> yes.
3: That's this one's got that, that contrasting I talked about it all the dualities I'm this but I'm that and mm. this A lot of the times they're different But then sometimes they're not different So it makes you think about whether or not They're actually different So it's
2: like I'm sad but I'm laughing I'm brave but I'm chicken shit I'm sick but I'm pretty
3: And it's like sick and pretty – they're not opposites, but it makes you think they might be if you – like it just requires you to do a bit more of a deep think into it, which
2: is mm, really cool. Yeah. yeah. She's a great lyricist, mm. isn't she? And again, just like how is she writing in this way when yeah. she's so young? Yeah, You have to just constantly remind yourself how mm. young she is. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. so um,
3: cool.
2: And yeah, yeah. That was
0: the hit that got to well, – certainly I was aware of first. I didn't want okay. to know Right. oh
2: really yeah. Okay. yeah
0: really cool
1: that mm. was my first introduction but the yeah. forehand of my pocket is perfect which comes after mm. your an ought and then it's a solemn soft number um, uh, about like pushy parenting mm. And mm. it yeah. made me think
2: to myself Well, she was 14 on her first album Yeah. yeah <laughs> and she was a child star yes. When yeah. she In was Canada. like 10 years old On You Can't Do That On Television Again, okay. I had no idea about yeah. that So mm-hmm. she was even younger There you go
1: Well, yeah. it's got things like I'll live through you mm. Make you what I never was And all that And mm. then um, she finishes it on...
3: lyric buddies yeah. i got that one down so we're lyric buddies if you write down the same lyric oh cute for the song. so yeah <laughs> lyric buddies on that.
1: yeah lyric just... buddies. yeah but like so she does like four verses pretty much um like all pieces but mm. on the fourth one that's where it gets really visceral and then before she goes into the huge shouty push of all the three like it's just she's like singing it softly 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 and then no getting more aggressive um, which I yeah. just thought was like a really good um, escalation in that song. I also love Ooh. Right Through
3: You that comes right after mm-hmm. One Hand in My Pocket, so I just directed at feels directed at Men, but also record label men very much. Yeah. So it's yes. just like just another short one and it's got um You took me for a joke.
2: You took me for a child. You took a long hard look in my ass and then played golf. Hit me on the head. but I damn word I said, she Yes, like so buddies. Just, yeah.
0: buddies with <laughs> nice. me too. Awesome.
3: Just so <laughs> like a perfect encapsulation of like what a, a record label Bringing oh. someone on and they're just not paying attention. Some dude just going, oh, "I'm going to manage your career and we'll do this," and some just not paying attention to what she's saying mm. and Yeah, just like
1: treating her like so, a little object, like mm-hmm. a yeah. sexual
3: mm. object. But like um your shake is like a fish. So like your handshake yeah, like just ma- your masculinity is not what you think it is because no. you've got this weak ass handshake that's yeah. like limp like a fish. It's yeah. Like, cool.
1: And it's got, but like it starts with the sweet strummed kind of sliding guitar, mm-hmm. um, and mm. then the guitar goes all wailing by the chorus with the drum banging about, which is really nice. So uh, yeah, it was re- again, it was a really nice progression from um, the origin of the beginning of the song mm. to get to her go- getting really pissed mm. at these guys. <laughs> Which, um but the music followed that journey. So yeah, that mm. worked really well. It was all very yeah, it
3: was all very nineties, like soft versus big power rock, wailing, choruses, grungy sort of stuff, all the way through the album. There's lots of tracks that do that and yeah, totally. that pattern, which is cool.
2: Yeah. And it's a real testament to the musicians who she was working with to mm-hmm. be able to interpret her lyrics and follow along yeah. emotionally, you know, with them, take the listener on that journey with her words. I think that's – I I didn't realise that that's how the songs were written and I think that's mm. so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: her and Glenn Ballard recorded all her vocal tracks together mm. and then also mostly they do like these 10 to 12-hour sessions that, that's to write one song and then they'd use those demos to write the – music against it but then they end up in most of the cases they end up using that vocal track they'd done the first time like Ah, they didn't redo like one or two takes on the vocals and that was it she just nailed it every time and they used those very first ones because you think i'm recording music myself but you think even in that model if you do then do the music you might go now i'll re-record the vocal because i think i can tweak this little bit or the music Mm. will work this way but no, they were just like, no, no, she's nailed it. You guys sort out what you need to do behind it. Drum, yeah. mach- drum machines, keyboards, guitars, all that sort of stuff because we've nailed it, we're done.
1: There so was 13 good.
2: different musicians. Mm, there was heaps of people working on this. 10 engineers, mm. mixers or mastering. Mm. I couldn't believe that when I read the credits. Yeah. Just the yeah. amount of people behind the scenes. Mm.
1: And there wow. was someone called a uh, Japanese man called Yota Yashiki, who played a groove activator mm. on All I Really Want. Um, and is, I had What is group, that? A groove mm. activator is a loop-based electron machine where you can partner it with a drum machine or a synthesizer and create like a loop pattern to it. Would it now be called just a loop pedal, no, do you think? It's or it's a different thing? It alters the sound, I think, oh, too. Oh, okay. So it like changes the actual, like, tombe of the sound oh, wow. of it well but um yeah, so i had to look it up but because they would have had loop pedals back there that they could have any of the guitarists could have used mm. um but this is a very specific one that's linked to usually a synth or a drum machine mm. Mm. So but all is. i really want
3: that he did that on does have like a really drummy electrica sounding percussion mm-hmm. stuff so i can understand where that yeah because
1: the, the drums kick in mm. but it's really not like yeah that's really cool um Cause on All I Really Want, there's loads of ahas and stuff like that. Another harmonica solo as well, which is mm. just I love it. I love how much she plays harmonica because she's good at it, which is cool. Mm. So, um, and she also sings, I'm frustrated by your apathy. Mm. And mm. why are you th- oh, then oh, she sings, Why are you, you so, so petrified, petrified of, of silence? silence? Here, yeah, can, you can you handle, handle this? this? And then actual silence. Yeah, and,
2: Genius. And Love it. So
1: smart.
3: Stops yeah. on a dime.
1: Yeah. So clever. And then it all just got, kicks straight back in. Did yeah. you think about your bills? right your yeah. <laughs>
3: But yeah, just her vocals all the way through the album are just, yeah, like you said, they're unique. They're just like yeah. guttural, but also soft. And when she's, it's like she's super angry, but not like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, like not wildly out of control angry, like yeah. a, an anger that I'm still like... It's looking, yeah, it's still controlled. Yeah, it's, yeah, all the way through. And like you said, for even for a third album, to be something diff- so different to what you've done before is totally. amazing. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And I love hearing that she recorded most of those vocal takes in mm. one or two takes. Yeah. Because I think so often these days when everything is auto-tuned and, you know, singers can kind of have a hundred... Do a hundred takes And everything's so perfect One mm. of the things I love about this album And lots of albums from that time period Is that it's not perfect mm. You know The, the yeah. vocal delivery is not perfect But that's what makes it so cutting mm. Like yeah. my heart feels every yeah. word Yeah Yeah
1: Because it really hits you when she's like We've had Head Over Feet Which is a love song And then she drops down to the solemn... Mary Jane mm. like guitar yeah. picking really simple bass the drum sound almost like military drum like, like Martin, sh- yeah, yeah yeah. Drums, yeah yeah and um, and she soft the those vocals and then belts out bridge and choruses um so i think that's just a really nice thing and she's mm. got she does really soprano ooze. so she's yeah. a mezzo soprano so she can do alto and soprano um and she shows it like throughout this album like yeah. she'll do some depth and then she'll bring it all the way up to the soprano which is nice and um, and then in, it's really nice when she does we uh, are the sweet
2: Song about a friend of hers who was so sweet and giving, but went home at night and was really, you know, depleted. And it's kind of a song about self-care. Mm. And she would listen to that song when she was on tour, imagining that, she, you know, someone else was singing those mm. words to her. Which yeah. I thought was like, oh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yeah. I like affirmation. Yeah, totally.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah because she, she does, she's concerned about her and she says, I hear you're losing weight again, Mary mm. Jane. Do you ever wonder who you're losing it for? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. mm. just mm. It's just, yeah, it's just a really nice um, look at a friendship of somebody that she clearly cares about and loves and she worries about and just, totally. yeah, it's really sweet. And mm. I used to listen to it in that affirmation kind of way back when I was 10, I used to be like... I was I was treating it like a Lana step, so
3: I yeah. yes. Also, like not the doctor. Mm-hmm.
1: Got the I drum machines, like the that. soft
3: acoustic plucking at the start, and then it punches into a grungy chorus, which is so, so cool. cool. But talking about like not being here to fix you or to solve you or to you know, I don't want to be your idol or anything. Mm. And she talks about.
2: buddies
1: no. <laughs> yeah i've good. always
3: hated that phrase you're other half like mm. it's not about a half and a half make one person together it's like no no it's one and one person we are complete people all by ourselves the fact mm. that we happen to be together is not fixing each other or completing each other it's just two people who are together
1: and i like that she's like setting the boundaries of a relationship mm. so yeah like mm. she's like the whole premise is okay if we're going to be this thing this is the kind of stuff we need to be yeah. because i can't you know i'm not giving up my identity Mm. it took
2: me 36 years to figure that out and here she is at like (laughs) 17 (laughs) it's amazing Mm. yeah i love the guitar Mm. in this i love the rhythm and the groove yeah and yeah it's great one of my faves i think i did
1: i wrote down it was funky but her vocals are kind of nasal on that one as well but um but it works really well in the way that she's singing so Mm. yeah that's cool cool so
3: any other songs them that we haven't sort of any other thoughts on yeah. that we haven't touched on already?
2: No, I think those were the main ones. Mm. Well, we didn't get to wake up we did, though, yeah, because that's
1: that's the, a kind of like kind of like the penultimate of the album, but yeah. so it's kind of like the ending but not the ending mm. of the album. So, um, but um, oh, so in that, um, she sings.
3: Yeah, at some point, George, you and I should just not be on the podcast together because we just write down the same things all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got that same lyric down as well. It's like
1: but I remember thinking to myself, "She's empowering me on like, mm. 10 and yeah. you know, like dating and like I've got and also not even just with dating but with friendships. You know, there's no excuse for the granted I'm taken for. Mm. It's like and then and also relationships with adults. Um, so like. It was just like, empowering me as a young person to mm. say, no, I can stand my ground because there's no excuse, um, which I thought was really cool. So, yeah, yeah good for her. She empowered me. Um, but <laughs> but we have to get to your house.
3: Sure, go for <laughs> it.
1: We have to get to we your house to. because that's probably one song that I've sung the most on my own in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, the acapella cappella Secret track at the very end.
2: Oh, my God. And do you know what? I didn't even write that down in my notes. Do you need to? Mm.
0: I've never (laughs) sung in the shower.
2: What? Mm -hmm. I have a podcast actually called Stories from Shower Singers. Really? Nice. That is my podcast. So, so. Yeah, Grant, Grant can't be on it. You <laughs> yeah. can't be on well, it on so sing so a cappella
1: Alonis
3: your house. <laughs> I have, I have different one.
1: playlists depending on my mood when I'm in a shower <laughs> to wow. sing along
2: to. Okay.
1: So, so, yeah, so yes. I have a three hundred playlists. For
3: those who are looking wow. at it on Spotify, you will have to go to the end of the thirteenth track. It's, it's, hidden, it's hidden away back there,
0: so yeah.
1: you, won't,
3: you won't see it a in a the couple track of minutes listing. in between.
0: Yeah, so, so y- the, between. the
1: Jimmy the Saint blend of You Ought to Know is on, so it's like the more metal version of You Ought to Know, and then there's about four minutes, mm. and then um, Your House is acapella comes in, so in total, it's an eight minute track. Um, but yeah, Your House is a cappella, and it's all about her going into her ap- partner's apartment. Um, without him knowing, knowing she shouldn't be there and sneaking around and laying in his bed and running a bath and doing wearing all those robe. things. And wearing his robe, yeah. yeah. And then she finds a letter that says about I love you, um, meet me at midnight, mm. and then she thinks It Wasn't My Writing, and then you're like... <gasps> Oh my goodness! Like the first time, you're like, "Oh my goodness, it's not her writing." So she's like, "I've got to leave now. I've got to leave now." And then she says, "Will you forgive me, love, if I cry in your shower?" And you're like, "Oh my god!" Oh my Just god. So How old is this? This is so old soul. But like, wow! Yeah. But like but at one point, she um, she refers to like. Um, Went down to the den, found your CDs, and I played your Joni. And I shouldn't stay long, you might be home soon, shouldn't stay long. So she's like making herself at home listening to Joni Mitchell, um, who, and like, that's ominous in itself. <laughs> um, so mm. then going from Joni Mitchell to finding this letter and crying in his shower. And there are so many times I've sung that in the shower. <sighs> it's so good it's such a like as an ending because like on my cd player back when i had this i'd have to wait like six minutes and then get to that and then like play it and so what i did was i waited six minutes then i set it to record on a tape player and then i had it on a tape and then I recorded it again and then I recorded it again so it just meant that I had um, one side of a tape just with your house acapella wow. on one side yes. of a tape So I could such as your it. commitment that was wow. my commitment <laughs> so that was 45 minutes on that set but tell me right. you
0: didn't sing 45 minutes in me come on
1: no it didn't take that long Okay, the so <laughs> water
0: bowl would be horrendous yes. <laughs> in the UK and it's cold and your
1: folks yeah. are like why is the water yeah. okay it's just really important that we touched on that song because yeah. I think it
2: very good cool amazing
0: anything else you wish to, wish to add or, or Liam or
3: George
2: I
0: was just going to quickly
3: go in, throw in that there's a Jagged Little Pill musical
2: yes, yes there Australian is Australian
3: production opened in Sydney's Theatre Royale in December 2021 supposed to be coming to Melbourne's Comedy Theatre in January 2022 yeah. So someone took a oh. bunch of the songs, put a character in the middle and sings most of them and then rearranged it all around. I think Alanis helped out, but then Diablo Cody, did I read that somewhere? Oh, Actually sure. put it together, I think. It's so. Very
1: it's... And the musical yeah. was nominated for 15 Tony
2: Awards. Wow.
1: In which Incredible. Is like,
2: that's like Hamilton or something. Mm. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's arranged like the, the vocal arrangements and the music is arranged really beautifully from yeah. what I've heard. I've from heard what, yeah. bits and pieces yeah. and I think it's... Are we going to Melbourne together? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, let's do it. Totally. Go to Melbourne
1: <laughs> together. We'll get an Airbnb. We'll go and watch Jagged Little Pill the musical. That'd be amazing. Okay, <laughs> done.
0: <laughs> there you go. Cool. Final pitch, if you don't mind, on Jagged Little Pill. Oh, my gosh. Why is this uh, <laughs> album flawless?
2: Why is it flawless? Okay, yes. I think it is um, a beautifully put-together album featuring songs of all different colours, light and shade. I think it speaks to the angsty teenager. I think it speaks to the angsty person of any (laughs) age and any gender, but particularly Mm -hmm. the angsty woman in Mm -hmm. me. Um, I think it is musically brilliant. Every song has a singable melody. I can, you know, go away and sing all of these songs, which I think is very, very rare. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the musicianship is outstanding. The lyrics are poetic and it is ordered in such a way that takes the listener on a really special journey. So... For that reason, I think Jagged Little Pill is flawless.
0: Nice. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah, well cool. done. Over to you, George. Hello. What are your thoughts on this album that you used to listen to when you were
1: 10? I was 10. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, 10. Uh, so um, you know that I was a muso growing up. Um, and
0: Aren't you still a music? Well, I'm still a music I, mean, but I I'm don't looking, There's a finger <laughs> guitar over in the corner <laughs> no. So Is a piano I've got four, and yeah. like I've got four guitars and,
1: and a vinyl collection So and that's all <laughs> the past now You, <laughs> you
0: were a musician When you were ten No, I'm this saying, this saying is that I, like furniture
1: now I struggle to listen To a lot of new music mm, I think that's okay. why I'm no longer a um, I, Unless I come across it If I'm going to a bar Which I'll often do So I, I'll um, Get dressed up And go into Fortitude Valley In Brisbane um, and I'll go and sit in a bar, like a dive bar, and I'll drink bourbon and by myself, yeah. um, wearing a band shirt, skinny jeans, big boots, the whole thing, um, just like Jessica Jones from the TV show and the comic book. Um, but I'll go and sometimes I'll be live music and I'll happen across some little gems. Um, like there's a band called Monsters Up North who I found in Brisbane I was about to leave a bar because the music was so shit and then there was a (laughs) a band started playing and they sounded like cursive and I went I'm stopping for this and then I bought another drink, watched a band talked to them afterwards, bought a shirt so that's like the only time I've come across new music so that's why I'm no longer a music but when I was younger um, You Ought to Know came out and I was like yeah This is incredible. I don't know who you are. This young woman is so empowered to shout at her ex. And I was just like desperate to have a shitty ex I could shout at. It was just (laughs) so awesome. Um, So obviously, as I said, I went and bought the album and I played it on like repeat rotation for years and years. Um, Probably left it for a while. Um, At one point, I couldn't listen to Ironic or Head Over Feet for because it was just like I'd heard them so many times Mm -hmm. on the radio. Like it was just um yeah, immersive therapy. Um so or hand in my pocket as well. Um so when uh it was nominated I was like, I'm ready to get back into this album. Mm. Because as soon as you nominated it, Emma, I was like, I've got all the songs in my head already. Yeah. And I've, like when I hear a song in my head, I can hear every instrument and every layer of that song. Wow. And, and it's just there for me. So it's beautiful. And so I listened to it once and when. I love this so much but is it like my hormones talking you know <laughs> like a young person um, and then I listen to it for what it is and it's actually an incredibly well put together cast of 13 musicians and 10 engineers with Alanis doing some of the most incredible vocals I've ever heard on any album mm. ever with some of the most insightful, incredible lyrics that I think I could imagine listening to, so um, there is not one song I'd skip. There's no movement. I would. I think it does take you on an ebb and flow. Um, I really like the um, Jimmy the Saint version of "You All I Know" at the end. Um, I think it's like an interesting thing to do, like to top and tail with your own with a a single um Mm. but uh yeah and then finishing on your house was just incredible so for that obviously i'm going to say it is flawless thank
0: you thanks thanks for the the
2: opportunity pleasure thank you thank you
3: and over to you liam cool um your thoughts final thoughts uh, like I was struck when I first listened to the album about how '90s it is. Like, there's all the drum machines. <laughs> it's very grungy. Yeah. Um. It's you know, it goes up and down, up and down. I also thought it was interesting. We talked about like duality stuff. Is like every time you pick, if you picked one song, like you want to know, ah, oh, crazy man hating ex, you know, woman. But then there's lots of other examples through the album where she's not that head over feet. And then yeah, yeah. and then like ironic is like ah, oh, you know, more blah blah pop stuff. But then there's lots of stuff through the album. So no matter what criticism you could level at her based on one song, she counters it already in the album. So there's lots of little pieces that really work together and I was really loving it. But I got to the end and I didn't need another version of You Ought to Know. Mm. (laughs) The album has a perfect finished song with Wake Up and the album has another perfect finished song with Your House. And if Your House was attached to Wake Up, that's okay too. So it could finish on Wake Up or it could finish on Wake Up with Your House as a secret track. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to, I don't need You All to Know in between. And if I was listening to it on a CD and it was thought, I saw it and I was like, oh, well, that's okay because in the official edition it won't be that. That'll be like some special Spotify bonus track uh. that they've thrown in there. And I was like, no, no, the album was released with that second version of a song on it. I'm like, I just didn't, it didn't need it. So if I, I really wanted to just cut that and I would probably skip it which means I'd miss our house. And yeah, mm. so it meant just that that didn't nail the landing for me. So for oh. that reason. And mm. just that reason, like like I said, if either one of them had been the last one on its own, yeah, 100%. But with that extra thing in there, I couldn't give it flawless. But I got it was a harsh
2: it was,
0: critic. It was. It's a harsh <laughs> it's really it's a harsh, harsh. Man, it's a harsh <laughs> It was.
3: Brutal, even though I
0: would yeah. say. <laughs> you know. um, so yeah. Grant. <laughs> yes. Final thoughts and a thumbs up or a thumbs I down. Think I think I've got an idea. Your final thoughts, note free. Note free, oh, signs, notes. Well, they aren't required, are they? Um, so I for, I'd actually neglected to say that my ex had this album as well. So, when in my courtship phase, I did go over there a lot in '96, '78, and it was yes. playing. Um, which is probably the head of a feet thing, it was, was apt at the time. Yeah. Um, but, nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> things work out right and then uh, you
1: moved on to you ought to know <laughs> yeah yeah, 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 mm,
0: yeah and ironic and whatever um i i knew most of the lyrics or i know you know, i could just about drop them uh, um off the off the top of my head um love this album looked this album to um pitch it as a flawless album and you and i are the same because i i can't have the second yeah. version. It's <laughs> just this, really sort of the same with some more bass. Yeah. Otherwise, I loved it. Mm. And so, very technical, and yeah, I'm yeah. being like Liam now, but <laughs> I didn't need that for for mine. It's only because they put it in again, and if it, it was, even if it was acoustic or I don't know, something else, they changed the order, but it didn't need to be It's just like a bit heavier, isn't it? That's yeah, serious. just mm. there isn't enough there it for seemed It seemed a really weird choice yeah. to me to, 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 to just to, throw yes. an old. Uh,
3: I, I couldn't think of another album like where it's part of the regular track listing. Like, yeah, bonus mm. editions, yeah. bonus discs, B-sides, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But to have two versions of the same song on one album is seems super rare. Yeah. So
0: I loved listening to it again. Thank you very mm. much, Pleasure. Emma. Pleasure. Um, it was great, uh, but we didn't get that one across the line. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening.
3: We have Facebook. Sorry, before you get going, yes. where can people find out more about your stuff, hey. you oh, And You mentioned yes. all your stuff at the start, but not where to find any of it. Yeah. So oh, where can people find you on your stuff you. online?
2: You can find me uh, on Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Emma Dean Music or my choir, my community choir is Cheap Trill Music, C H E -E P, like the bird.
0: Chickens. Um, Nice.
2: And my life coaching page. It's very new. Is just Emma Dean Coaching. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Well done.
0: (laughs) Round two exiting. Sorry. Flawless, guys. Thanks everyone for listening. We've got Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are FlawlessAMP on all of those. So you can join the conversation, share or like our posts, or give us a rating. Every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FlawlessAMP. If you'd like to back us, please check that out. Don't be shy. We appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks again for listening, everyone. And we'll see you next time.